Oh, uh, yeah. Time to turn it on. Turn on that juice. Blame it that on the juice. podcasting juice that we, that we squeeze out every week. Ooh, yes. Kinky. Since it's Christmas, let's be glad. Even if, hypothetically, your year's been bad. There yeah. are presents to be had. <laughs> yeah, you know, hypothetically, if if there was, could ever be such a thing as a bad year. Yes, you heard right, listener. Do you hear what I hear? Uh, it's I silver think, bells. I, th- I think what our listeners are hearing are, it must be the third or maybe even fourth episode in a row where we're coming out with something that we didn't when we said we would do something else <laughs> yeah we just we love lying to our listeners i think we've proven this we're not many sorry times that over. we tricked you <laughs> we're not sorry that we tricked you we learn from the best also uh, we love jesus yeah we love we gotta we gotta celebrate jesus who's our who's the reason for the season our true lord and savior and uh and he cameron he's the one who gives the greatest gift of them all which is everlasting life through the power of his blood covering up our many sins and now we go to heaven forever it's like spackle it's like spackle you just spackle that blood right in those sin holes uh, i send a hole in the wall jesus <laughs> uh, i'm really uh, tired you guys <laughs> i need a, like an orange slice before i can give any more blood uh, I need a water bottle. How about some of those cookies? <laughs> At least give me a, a foam a football to squeeze in my hand. <laughs> drain all that blood out of me. Uh, I used uh, to give blood. You used to give blood? You don't do that anymore? Uh, no. I Well, it's COVID times. I don't really... I, oh, yeah. I don't leave the house unless I absolutely have to. Um, yeah. Uh, I decided to throw together... A, uh, a little playlist on Spotify when Nathan was like, let's do Christmas. I got all these ideas. And he's like, what if, what if we do Christmas songs that have been played by artists recorded by artists that we've covered on the show before. So I got like a little nine song playlist. Uh, one of them accidentally isn't a Christmas song. And, Whoops. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I put that together and we're just going to chat about that for a little bit. Yeah. There'll be there'll be a uh, link in the episode notes so you can listen along and see the uh, playlist and everything. Yeah, g- good for <laughs> four days until Christmas, basically. <laughs> then you won't want to listen to it anymore until I don't know whenever Christmas starts for you. Yeah, I mean, who knows with some of these these countries like the Southern Hemisphere? I mean, who even knows when they do Christmas? <laughs> it is weird to me though that in the Southern Hemisphere, Christmas is in the middle of summer. Yeah, the Christmas barbecues in Australia. Yeah. That's wild. It's it's wild. And it's like... It ain't right. It, it, it ain't right. And they're down they're there just natural. dreaming of a white Christmas that they're never, ever going to get. Unless it's ash from a wildfire. Oh. Uh, that's, a little, that's a little sneak peek at uh, one of the songs late in this playlist. Oh, yeah. Um, spoiler alert, White Christmas is on this playlist. I know, pretty yeah. unprecedented and pretty uncommon yeah. for a Christmas playlist. Well, uh, should we jump in? Talk about these songs? I think sure. we can talk about each one of these songs. Yeah, I think... Oh, we're going to have to search the genius individually for each of these songs, I think. I already did that. Oh. I already prepared. Well, I don't... I can't... I don't... 
I mean, I what wish you, I could what you want share like uh, a group of tabs, you know, so that you could just open up a group of tabs. Oh yeah, you could just like email it to me or zoom it to, to me over that. Skype or bop it to my zoom, Bing yeah. Bong. <laughs> Bing you mm-hmm. right in your bong. Yeah, yik yak me right in my Bing Bong. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so the first one is called Christmas Tree Farm from Taylor Swift, um, and I think it's somewhat autobiographical about how she grew up on a Christmas tree farm, right? Yeah. Okay, let's take a listen. As she would have us believe. As she would have us believe, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. It has that very, like, all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey, boom bap. Um, it really does. Drum part. I was going to say she just grabbed a bunch of, like, pretty popular Christmas standards from the last, like, 80s, 90s, yeah. 2000s, whatever, and just put them in a blender, and this, this is it. I mean, it's it's fairly I have generic. To, I have to f- fill the quota for how many times I say Christmas. There has to be French horns, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it'll be Christmas. And it's got to have that just, like, jingling in the background chorus percussion um it, it i mean it just it sounds like musically like the melody and the dynamics and the i don't know about the chord progression but it, it sounds very much like all i want for christmas is you don't you think yeah 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 uh it doesn't have those like triplets i don't want to love it doesn't have that vibe yeah. to it but everything else is basically there oh, that's such a good choice for that song that really makes the song those like triplets yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and sorry to all of the uh all of our triggered uh service industry workers and grocery store workers who listen to the show. Yeah, uh, whenever triplets show up to be your again. customers, they're always just like a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> I mean, twins you can handle, but triplets, Jesus. <laughs> so, uh there's this line in here. Mostly this is just talking about the Christmas tree farm in her heart that you're at and then we'll kiss yeah uh uh-huh it's right next to the Um, aorta and it's pretty uh, (laughs) simple (laughs) pretty straightforward yeah (laughs) in my heart is a christmas tree farm baby baby merry christmas um (laughs) and there's this like little bit of there's this little bit of like fine print in there (laughs) which is uh uh where where is it oops Uh oh uh the pre-chorus Sweet dreams of holly and ribbon. Mistakes are forgiven. And everything is icy and blue. You would be there too. <laughs> it's like, mistakes are forgiven. Like, uh, it seems like you just sort of slid that in there. Uh, <laughs> oh, by so the way, I crashed that, your car and mistakes are forgiven this wonderful <laughs> holiday season. Uh, I, I also, I think her, her live singing sounds great. I think this is a live performance because of the applause and because it sounds like it's recorded in a big room. And because, auditorium. uh, the album and song title both say recorded live at the 2019 iHeartRadio jingle ball. Yeah. Jingle balls, jingle balls, jingle <laughs> all these balls. Right. <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> 
I can't think of anything better than that. I'm sorry. Uh, th- that's basically all I have to say about this song. I think. Oh, there's. I wanted to point out one little musical trope. Hmm. Um. It's it's like the uh, the fuck you from CeeLo Green. Hoo hoo hoo. Mm. It's it's almost like a millennial whoop, mm-hmm. uh, but it's in this song, and I feel like I've heard it all over the place. Hmm. Let's take a listen. You're right. That is a lot like "fuck you." Yeah, and that song's also like a throwback. And I, I guess I'm just kind of curious where the origin of that is. I don't have any answers, but yeah, is it like a legit throwback to like Motown or something, or is it like a Maybe. invented uh, trope uh, invented during the throwbacky song period? Perhaps. Yeah. Anyway, uh, should we talk about the one accidentally not Christmas song on this one? Uh, well, I feel like there, there's another strong candidate for that too. But sure, really? yeah. Um, oh, is it? It's coming. Yes, it's <laughs> literally just an audio trailer for their next album. You, <laughs> that's kind of yeah. Christmassy, right? Uh, right. yeah. So this is Insane Clown Posse with Ding Ding Doll, and let me tell you, it was a a hell of a whiplash feeling going from Taylor Swift to ICP. It, it felt re- real smooth to me. Ding ding! It's time you die. Is how that that chorus ends. Yeah, uh, we finally we finally get to find out what what ICP thinks about uh, the the country and and people of Ecuador. I'm pretty sure they just heard about Ecuador, and so they start talking about it in this song. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be much uh, actual Ecuadorian flavor magic there. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just like, what's a country? Um, uh, Scrambodia. No, that's not. Uh, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> Dom Doble. No, Ecuador. Yeah, let's do that one. <laughs> just throw it on in. They, they don't know anything. They don't know the first thing about Ecuador. I mean, I don't know the first thing about Ecuador, but at least I, I'm not scared to admit it. So basically, it's like a haunted doll watch for all the Mabim Bam fans out there. Uh, they uh, Shaggy Two Dope's character. Is a kid who orders a haunted doll online, and it's from Ecuador. And um, I, th- I think it's supposed to be someone's dead son or something like that. And it has a pull string, and it says, "Don't pull." You know, you can play with the doll you want, but don't pull the pull string to hear it sing, uh, because then it will kill you. Mm-hmm. And and then the kid immediately does it um, because he is so irreverent and edgy it's just like a little sid from toy story yeah he totally deserves to die i think is the subtext here (laughs) because he's he's kind of he's kind of a little bit shitty um which most young boys are not uh sort of headstrong (laughs) and a little bit selfish and uh a little bit self-destructive or just outwardly destructive too that's not most boys so i think this this boy is an aberration and deserves to die 
By the way, I, and I don't think this is necessarily an original or even a hot take, but um, I watched uh, Toy Story recently mm-hmm. uh, for the first time in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And um, the character of Sid, he's he's like very creative. And yeah. there's some moments where he's kind of shitty, you know, but like mostly he's just like kind of mischievous. And um, I don't know, like... There's also some like weird classism kind of stuff going on there. Yep. They're like the the problematic, you know, poor neighbors, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh bring it down the property values. Yep. You know? like, yeah, they are. It's it's a really weird uh it's a really weird vibe. And in general, that movie is a very mean movie where most yeah. of the characters are pretty mean and heartless. Uh I mean all the time. What do you, they're toys. They don't got hearts. What are you expecting? <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, the the doll um, kills his dog, <laughs> and then it, um, it hammers him, hammers a nail into his forehead <laughs> while he's asleep. Mm-hmm. And that's the and that's the whole song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got some first person from the doll. It's it's unclear. So, so let's see. I. I mean, I don't even know if I if I feel like unentangling this because it's a little bit incoherent. I don't I don't know if it's like a dead child's soul is in the doll or if the doll killed the child, but the doll is made with the hair of a human child, the human hair of an actual dead child. He says, um, "Yeah." So there's some first person. I feel the cloth that wraps all across my face. It goes all around my body, tied tight with lace. I'm packaged in darkness, but in what am I encased? This is more of this like really lazy, low effort. Uh, da 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 da. Yeah, like lyric writing Which, from yeah, ICP. some really weird inverted syntax. There's this one line that says, um, "Laying on his back, gripping a bat at anything, he's quick to splat." Yeah, <laughs> that's very odd. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm hexed with a rare type of ancient Ecuadorian witchcraft. I would love to hear them not explain your, what that not means. Not your mainstream Ecuadorian witchcraft. Not any of this new stuff. Not this new school. Vintage Ecuadorian witchcraft. I'm a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> I like their older stuff before they got popular. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all there is to the song. Why did you add it to this playlist? Well, I was looking for Christmas singles, and I saw that there was a new one out that came out fairly recently, and it, there was a doll on it. So I was like, "Oh, this must be like a Christmas song." Oh, but I think it's actually a, like a Halloween. Dolls song. equal Christmas, of course. Well, toys for girls and boys. Oh, I, that's right. Uh, one final thing on this song: it's called "Ding Ding Doll." Is that a phrase that you've ever heard or makes sense to you? Is that a thing? Is "Ding Ding Doll"? absolutely not it's one of those <laughs> they i don't know like they, they come up with that kind of shit all the time uh where it's like i know what you mean but wh- who taught you to talk like this yeah i also don't know why <laughs> yeah dolls don't go ding dong or ding ding or dong dong there but uh yeah i don't know it's really weird yeah all right, you want well, to move let, on? Let's move on to the actual. Um, we're going to talk about a few more ICP songs uh, from ooh, a Carnival Christmas. From, that's what it is. Thank you. Yeah, uh, 1994. This one's called "Santa's a Fat Bitch." Oh come on. Oh wait, sorry. 
I'm playing it from the wrong source. It's got to be over here. Looking up nothing but rust, dust. Turn on my TV the very next day. I see you getting paid, leading a parade. I'm that sniper on the building. Listen to my nine go click. Santa's a fat bitch. Yep, so we get some falsetto singing from, I think that's that's Violent J. It doesn't actually say. Sounds like him. Yeah, but it does sound like him. Um, yeah, so this is... So this... No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I synopsize the last one. Okay, uh, this is... I, I, this makes me miss classic ICP. Well, at least maybe their, 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 peak, their golden age, let's say, in the early to mid-90s. Um, around the time of the Great Malenko and uh, Riddlebox. Uh, because they actually have like a class critique in this yep. song and they are actually like talking about inequality and oppression and they're, I mean, they're violent ways of resolving it, but they, they're interested in resolving it still and, and pursuing justice. Uh, and so it opens with some strong lyrics, Santa Claus suck my balls. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think in verse two is, uh, yeah, it's where they really get into it. Shaggy Tude up says, yeah, I got something to say about St. Nick. Fuck that hoe. He never brought shags shit. No toys, candy canes. It's a lump of coal. So I eat it. Cause there ain't nothing in the cupboards. So I'll be quick, quick and brief. Oh. All I need for Christmas is my two front teeth. I got mine kicked, kicked out my mouth. I need a few new ones. Could you help me out? Should have known I get the short end of the stick. No kind of gift. I didn't get shit. Some say I was bad, but that wasn't it. It's all because Santa was a fat bitch. Um, no, okay. It's verse yeah, it, verse three that they explicitly. It's the classic the classic problem of of Santa that like why does Santa bring rich kids big like expensive toys and poor kids nothing or inexpensive toys? Yeah, it's 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 a it's a form of uh, Santodicy, uh, sort of like theodicy. <laughs> it's justifying the ways of Santa to man, and uh, how can how can <laughs> a an all powerful almighty Santa exist in a world where uh, bad things happen to good people? You know, I think Milton wrote a long poem about it too. Where naughty things happen to nice people, I think. Oh fuck, fuck, fuck! I wish I had said that. That would have made it way better. Okay, you're right. Yes. Uh, no, you know you're right. It's and and uh, and Violent J explicitly calls him out. Says, uh, I guess you had time to collect your ends. You always been down for your rich friends, but Rudolph, he don't bring his sleigh my way. All the little rich boys, they getting paid, counting the toys and ducats they made. Me, I got a little half, I got a little half little chunk of dog shit. I'm gonna kill that fat bitch. <laughs> I mean, fucking bring the sense. guillotine for Santa. <laughs> Vive la revolution. Let, let them have a little half little chunk of dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so, no bread. Um, is my- there not a half little ha- little chunk of dog shit? <laughs> one one of my friends uh, in the old time community um, recently posted a meme that he made that was Marie Antoinette, and it said, "Let them have six hundred dollars," referring to the the new stimulus that we we all can't wait to get of six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna solve all of our problems forever. And definitely makes uh-huh. up for nine months of uh, poor people getting ruthlessly fucked over. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to the New York Times uh, and their recent opinion pay, uh, piece on why it's 
why it's good. <laughs> <laughs> why it's good that we gave three trillion dollars to billionaires, and uh, each American, each ordinary American, is going to get eighteen hundred bucks for a whole year. Uh, that is good. Seems like. Yeah. And NYT at it again. <laughs> yeah, those guys, uh, real solid, real friends to all of us. Um, you want to talk about Red Christmas? Uh, I think. Oh, there's one musical moment oh. in uh, Santa's a Fat Bitch that I want to do, which is um, maybe a couple. Uh, oh, you're there's right. There's this one yeah. part late on, in, late in the song, where Jingle Bells plays in the background. Um, but um, it plays in a different key. And it has this really interesting kind of haunting effect. Uh, so the whole song's in um, a major key. I didn't check to see which one it's in. Uh, and then Jingle Bells is played in the dominant key. So uh, the fifth note of that scale, and then a new major scale based on that note, that's what Jingle Bells is played in. Uh, and it essentially reharmonizes Jingle Bells and makes it sound like really kind of like sad and mm. weird. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, play that, please. Yeah, that is pretty bananas, especially the way like the the melody harmonizes with the melody of of the song is like really yeah, it unusual. Yeah, makes like a big like a minor a minor 3 chord. Mhm. Uh which is yeah, uh, a really weird harmony to go to. Mm. So, uh and then there's one lyric that I liked. I think it's Shaggy singing. Um it's the one that says I was bad, but that's beside the point. Oh yeah, that's right. I I just like that they're that he's saying like I'm not saying I wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Santa's fault. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to talk about Red Christmas when you are. Okay, let's do it. So it's a holiday night of the axe, basically. Except um, it's not uh, Violent J going on a rampage. Uh, uh, it's. I mean, it's 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 not really a night of the axe. It's yeah, you're uh, right. It's it's the different characters getting killed on Christmas for different reasons. Yes, it's true. Uh, and I I think it's just two actual verses, right? Yeah, and then just a bunch of business. Yeah, so the, the, the first one is Violent J's character uh, is a serial killer and he's going to go like murder a family or whatever. And so he pretends to be St. Nick, but then St. Nick's already there and he has a gun and he kills him mm-hmm. while he's taking a poop yep. in the toilet, which is an, an interesting little detail. Like, cause it's like, yeah, I, I'm sure that like Santa like leaves a couple extra presents. If you will. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got to, right. I just figured he did it the way they used to do it in trains where they just open a hatch straight down to the track. 
he just gets in that sleigh and away he goes yeah Lump, lumps of coal <laughs> uh do you want to synopsize the second verse uh yeah uh shaggy two dope shows up um jack frost is nibbling on his uh nut sack and butt crack toes and elbows <laughs> i have a sound sample of that if you want to play oh that. yeah I, I do i think it's really charming that's actually like it's a very tribe called quest style like rhyme scheme it is i think it's really fun yeah and it's like a better flow than most of what icp has done for like a decade (laughs) yeah it's really good (laughs) yeah Man, the day those two discovered that nutsack rhymes with butt crack, it must have been like Christmas for them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they discovered it on Christmas. Um, uh. Anyway, he makes a snowman. Uh, then a storm came, a blizzard, uh, and <laughs> and then they pull into an alley. It's fine. And then the sun comes out the next day. So it's kind of an anticlimax for that blizzard. And... Uh, so he's, he doesn't really care if snowman is melting when the sun comes out and the snowman gets pissed and shoots him because the snowman has a gun and says, if I'm going to yeah. die, you should come with me because we're boys. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I thought that was a weird lyric. I'm assuming it means like, cause we're like, uh, homies. Like I, I'm assuming yeah. that's what the snowman meant, but <laughs> cause you're my boy, uh, something like that. But it's, it's just like, cause we're boys. <laughs> for boys it's <laughs> really weird <laughs> the the y chromosome is a is a mutation it needs to be corrected yep essentially yeah exactly <laughs> um speaking of which i like that icp is just like they do not care about projecting the machismo of like always winning in their songs i've always appreciated that yeah. about them that they are willing to make themselves the victim and they die and they get their neck cracked yeah, they're best when they're not doing power fantasies. Um, and then every once in a while, they'll do a power fantasy that's actually about uh, class warfare um, that I think is pretty good. But I love when they, I don't know, some of the earliest stuff, you know, where they just, uh, uh, you know, they're a zombie and their body parts are like falling all over the city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just kind of scraping themselves along, you know, and it's like, well, I died. Mm-hmm. what would happen if i died here's the song (laughs) yeah imagine if someone like me could die what would that be like well after this there's uh it's coming and it's the riddle box teaser i'm fine just skipping that and moving on to alanis morissette for a minute okay it's her cover of happy xmas war is over like this song uh the the original it john lennon yoko ono mm, not really i think it's fairly successful um in terms of like being catchy and being appealing 
Um, I think it has some like catchy instrumentation and melodies and stuff. Uh, I, I, it's kind of slow, but it doesn't feel too slow or too much of a dirge. Um, but I, man, I just cannot fuck with John Lennon's songwriting in terms of like lyrics, especially. Yeah. I think he is, he's just sort of willfully shallow and simplistic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like this, this lyric, uh, war is over. If you want it, war is over now. Um, I mean, in general, it's like, yeah, I think wars should end. But I've been, I don't know, I've been thinking about that idea of just like, well, we got to like end these wars. And it's like, well, yeah, we have to, but there's no clear answer about like how to do that. And like, you know, I think it was earlier this year, or maybe it was last year when like Trump just like um, pulled a bunch of, I think pulled a bunch of troops out of Yemen and basically left the Yazidis, Kurdish people to, didn't he? Uh, did he abandon the Yazidis and the Kurds? He definitely abandoned I the Kurds. Uh, yeah, I was talking about that. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, and like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it. I. It's that's too complicated for me to take a side, but it's like, yeah, if anyone I want, if I want to root for anyone it, to to win a war, it's going to be like the Kurdish army, like they're the coolest army at least, and like the mm-hmm. people who have been like gotten the, a huge shaft, you know, and like, uh, I don't know, uh, it it it's like, yeah, we shouldn't be involved, but also that sucks to just like be like, all right, peace we're out, you know, and then like people are going to die and then there's going to be power vacuums and et cetera. And Trump just did that again, like by taking a bunch of uh, troops out, I think of Iraq, um, like a couple weeks ago, um, like down to like a super tiny number. And uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen over there because of it. It's like, I don't Mm -hmm. know what the right answer is, but um I feel like that's not it. And it was like non-consensual. So yeah. Uh, real time fact check. Uh, apparently he abandoned in Syria. He abandoned Christians, Yazidis and Kurds. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, good choice. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like there's at least, there has to be at least some amount of you break it, you buy it, uh, responsibility for us to try to help rebuild things. I think, um, right, which I, I I don't know. I feel really complicated about that because it's like that rhetoric has been used to like be a lot more involved than maybe we should or like yeah, to totally. like ramp things up, you know, but but I, I know what you mean and I agree. And it's especially it's like we're inheriting these issues. We can't just be like it's 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 privileged to say like, all right, well, I didn't make that promise, so I'm not going to follow through. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. It's anyway, all that is to say like the, like Merry Christmas, you know, war is over if you want it. Uh, Like that's the kind of sentiment I expect from John Lennon, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily know enough about Vietnam to know if it was that simple. If, if we did really just need to leave at any <laughs> at any point, <laughs> mm-hmm. if it was just that, but I kind of doubt it. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't trust him to have a, an appropriate amount of nuance, but then I, again, that's great. That general attitude was like, I mean, there were other things at stake and that general attitude was something that needed to be stoked. Um, 
of like we need to get the hell out of there. So that's true. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I. Um, I, I definitely love hearing what a British person thinks about um, world politics because Britain has definitely not been one of history's greatest villains. Um, yeah. So it's it's great to hear that from a British person. Um, I, I do kind of like, I mean, there are parts of it that I feel like could be good and could be positive, but they're so vague as to be completely meaningless. So... So this, he says uh, in the pre-chorus, so this is Christmas and what have you done? Another year over and a new one just begun. Like you could make that question, what have you done? Pretty pointed. You could be asking right. like, what have you done to oppose the war or prevent it? What have you done in terms of like just shock at like, what have you done? Like what atrocities have we yeah. participated in? But it's You may most, ask yourself. Yeah, you may ask yourself, oh my God, what have I done? Exactly. Yeah. That that's a way to take a very general question and give it some context and some heft and some pointedness. And this is just like it's it's so vague. It just like washes over you and you don't really think about it. Um similarly, when he says, "And so this is Christmas. I hope you had fun." Like that could be really bitingly sarcastic and sat- sar- satirical, but there's just no way of knowing. Um Yeah. And and, and then when when he says uh and so happy Christmas for black and for white, for yellow Ooh. and red ones. Let's stop all the fight. And first of all, saying it's fighting. <laughs> like, I don't know about let's mm-hmm. stop all the fight. That feels wrong to me. Yeah. Um, but mostly he's just like saying like, you know, we're all sort of like, uh, we all, we're all contributing to this conflict and we all just need to stop. You know, it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also, I just, I also... Some people need to stop more than other people. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. How about uh, the aggressor stops first? Let's, let's do that first, huh? Yeah. Uh, Also, just love hearing uh, people, like, hearing about yellow people and red people. Uh, That's just so, so good. That's, (laughs) god damn it. And, and, okay, there is someone on Genius who is defending john lennon i almost said thomas lennon uh john lennon's uh usage of those words in that context and saying that they were less offensive at that time and he's trying to highlight the racism of the war etc etc whatever i don't know if i really i don't think i really buy it but i think it's beyond unconscionable for alanis to use those lyrics in the exact same way when she records her cover yeah that's a great point uh i hadn't that hadn't occurred to me because I was just thinking about John Lennon during it. And I was like, oh, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> of course I, I, he would say that. I can't wait for Alanis Morissette's um, new uh, uh, Huckleberry Finn uh, <laughs> reading. <laughs> where she says her cover all the of original words. <laughs> <laughs> she puts the whole thing to, mu- to music and she sings all the words. Well, we don't want to erase history. Yeah, I mean. Nathan, we've, is we've... what I would say to that. <laughs> ever. We don't want to ever. <laughs> think about anyone's feelings when mm-hmm. history's on the line and this song's history Cameron it's our heritage period. we can't alter yeah. our heritage or improve it in any way that's heresy oh boy okay yeah so in summary not a good song not a good guy um, although like musically I feel like it's fairly successful personally and I mean I what like do you think Alanis about that I like Alanis more well I'm not a huge fan of slow six eight in general unless it's Mm. super groovy and Mm -hmm. it just isn't um but i like her version pretty well um 
mostly just because I, I like her singing more than his. <laughs> uh, and there's one part where she where she jumps the octave, and I think her voice sounds gorgeous. You want to play that sound sample? Yeah, I do. So this is Christmas. And what have we done? Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Really interesting voice. That came out this year? Uh, I think so, yeah. Looks like it. Yeah, her voice sounds still sounds really good. I I I also if it, it felt refreshingly free of um Alanis isms in terms of like vocal delivery. Yeah, it definitely sounds like her and there's a lot of breath in it, yep. but um yeah. I mean, there's one part where she sings fear without any fear and she uh she really just lays out every single uh uh nanosyllable of that <laughs> word <laughs> like <laughs> yeah for year yeah <laughs> uh should we talk about rosie o'donnell <laughs> oh boy will we ever So uh, speaking of broke my back on Johnny's head, what does that mean? That's a great question. (laughs) I broke my back on Johnny's head. Uh, I've been paralyzed and that's why I'm not getting anything for Christmas. What? (laughs) (laughs) The disabled are in their situation. It's their own fault. Santa's just like a a real like a right winger, like just world kind of guy. God. Um, so Rosie O'Donnell did a Christmas album, and I guess she had a bunch of different guests on, and one of them was Smash Mouth, who we uh, who yep. we have covered on the show. One yep. of our best seasons, and, I, I think. Yeah, definitely. And this uh, gem of, a, of an idea, a Rosie O'Donnell Christmas album featuring Smash Mouth, came out in the year 2000. A year full of uh, good culture, great taste, and awesome ideas, I think. You, just bursting that, with them uh, yeah and uh we would never be proven wrong about things we felt confident in <laughs> <laughs> or at least not for a long long time. long long time yeah like a whole year at least or 11 um, months yeah yeah so uh i actually i think this is i kind of like what smash Mouth did with the song honestly uh, and I think they're nasty, nasty boy delivery. Uh, and Rosie's kind of like nastiness. She's always been kind of nasty. I think it kind of works for this song. It's nasty girl. Um, they're just like little stinkers. And I think it works pretty well. I like the uh, flat major three uh, chord to the five chord. Um, instead of going to the four chord, they stay on the one chord. And uh, in the chorus, um, mommy and daddy are mad, and then I'm mad. It does that weird chord progression. Do you want to you want to play that again so people can hear that? Yeah, sure. Listen to mad. I think it's great. Yeah. 
does it do that in the original version of this song, Cameron? No, it just it goes mommy and daddy in the four chord are mad and i think it goes to a five seven chord okay it's just one four five i've literally never heard this song before oh really i did not know it existed sort of like uh is that you santa claus (laughs) i heard that at the uh, portland nursery uh recently where they played the original louis is it louis armstrong um yeah it is yeah. It makes a little more sense when he does it. It makes a lot more sense than when he does it versus <laughs> Garf doing it. Huh. Well, um, um, you have a few sound, so, sound samples. Yeah, I think it's the intro and the outro. Basically, she like, I'm pretty sure that Rosie O'Donnell is exclusively gay. I'm not sure 100%, but I'm pretty sure that she is. But in in her character in this song wants to fuck Santa, who's... <laughs> I guess kind of being played by Steve Harwell. Yeah, I <laughs> the guess. The worst Santa ever. Ugh. So, yeah. It's a rough, rough holiday. Yo, Rosie, what time is it? I do not know. It's Christmas time, <laughs> girl. We'll have to go shopping. You and me get some chestnuts, sit on Santa's lap. Yeah. I got a good stocking and a fireplace, and I'm waiting for you to fill it up, buddy. Oh, my God. That's so raunchy. Oh, my God. Get a few chestnuts. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Get some nuts off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the outro, if you want to play that. Yeah. Oops. Wrong one. This one. Nothing. I love you, Rosie. Come over here, you big Santa. Ow. <laughs> Come over here, you big Santa. <laughs> you big Santa. I think she's calling him. You're fat. one of the big Santas. <laughs> yeah, she's calling him pretty. She's she's. Uh, that's kind of an insult. He's, she's calling him really, really fat. Yeah, <laughs> I know Santa's supposed to be big, but you're a big Santa. You're a big um, Santa. I don't know if this is coming through in the recording. I was but, about to um, say <laughs> there there are children <laughs> around, and I think they're playing jingle bells on the piano in the other room. So. It's just a little uh, ambiance. It might be my wife. I'm actually not sure. Oh, (laughs) wife burn. No no shade. (laughs) I'm saying that because it actually sounds more competent than I would expect from the seven or five-year-old. Wow, wife. I can't tell if it's you on the piano or a child. Sick wife burn, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she can come back on the show and and, and drag me through the mud if she wants. Uh, mm-hmm. let's listen to White Christmas. Okay. Listen. Not like the ones I used to know. There it is. Yep, not like the ones he used to know. Yes, you heard I'm that right. I'm assuming the Christmases are not white in Jamaica. I do not think they are very white down there. No. Yeah. And I, yeah, it's. I don't. I okay. Let me uh, just do a quick web search. Has it ever snowed in Jamaica? Oh, interesting. Are there any like mountains in Jamaica? I know very little about Jamaica. It has a little bit of mountains. I mean, on answers.com, it says, no, it is impossible to snow in Jamaica. Um, It it can snow in Jamaica on mountains, not flatland. 
it can snow, but it's oh, very rare. Okay. Huh. So I guess if you're up in the mountains of Jamaica, now I want to look at a topographical map of topographical <laughs> map of Jamaica. Topographical. Well. Topographical. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh shit! Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So this is uh, Bob Marley and the and the Whalers, or maybe this is just the Whalers. Yeah, look at that. There's like actually a pretty big mountain right outside Kingston. Well, I mean, big being relative, of course. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I thought this recording was great. I liked that little lyric change. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate. I appreciated it. Um, it reminded me of. Uh, Take me home. Their version of "Take Me Home, Country Road." They do that, or no? Fuck, not them. Um, um, who does that? Uh, Toots and the Maytals, I think. Oh, interesting. Take what do they? How do they change it? Uh, they make it uh, West Jamaica, I think. That's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, they like change up all the lyrics to be specifically about. Yeah, it's Toots and the Maytals. Uh, they they make all the lyrics about um, Jamaica. Interesting. My uh, this is a side note. I found out that one of my friends brian slattery was in like ska bands in um in high school or in, at least in a ska band in high school i think he played trombone mm. and uh, he ended up opening uh with this band for toots and the maytals no way yeah that is pretty that's pretty impressive damn yeah it's a cool guy mm-hmm. uh anyway uh this is pre-reggae. This is, I guess, arguably ska or maybe just like soul soul music or doo-wop era Bob Marley. But uh, Yeah, it sounded really doo-wop-y to me. You want to get those crunchy background vocals? Yeah. Let's listen to those. Crunchy. Yeah, they're super thick uh, and like extended the chords. And um, something else, I want you to play it again because the uh, <laughs> this piano shenanigans It's getting louder <laughs> <laughs> and bassier. Oh god. Okay. Uh, I I literally cannot think. <laughs> uh, something about okay. the background vocals extended oh, yeah, chords yeah. um th- it feels super organic they're singing like they don't line up their consonants uh, yeah or they're, or they're breathing at all and it's kind of compelling it just feels very naturalistic it doesn't feel like they decided you know exactly where they would transition from word to word mm-hmm. yeah they like yes yeah, or like when they would close up close off i'm Mm-hmm. You know, the this, this spaces within the syllable where you have to essentially make a lot of choices about uh, in, it's like intrasyllabic rhythm mm-hmm. of like when you go from the vowel to the consonant and things like that. And they don't really line up, but I think it sounds cool. Mm-hmm. So play that one more time. Yeah. yeah they're like fairly well together and cohesive and coordinated but not perfectly coordinated yeah 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 it's uh, there's there's enough there to be interesting Mm -hmm. all right we should try moving a little faster so we can 
uh, get past the loud jingle bells in the background. Yep. <laughs> I don't think it's going anywhere. They sound like they're having a good time. Yeah. All right. Uh, so last song is Sound the Trumpet, also by Bob Marley. Well, credited as Bob Marley or credited as the Wailers or both? Uh, I think it's Bob Marley and the Wailers. Okay. Gotcha. Sound the Trumpet. Wow, wow, woo. Oh, look at that. It's not a, there's, it's not in the genius. Yeah, I found it on jawlyrics.com. Ah. I don't know if they're right or not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll go there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can, uh, I can drop it in the, in the Skype here uh there you go okay um yeah this is like a more kind of uh reggae or ska like specific christmas song Mm -hmm. it's like sound the trumpets and then there's constant trumpet call and response going on Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't I don't necessarily know what it's about. Everyone looking happy, everyone looking glad, everyone looking happy, only I've been sad. Yeah, it's really hmm. It's really hard to s- say what's really going on here. I'll try to be happy, I'll try to be glad. You can't tell what's going to happen when you hear the choir begin to sing, choir sing. So It's very ambiguous. It feels a little Bob? bit apocalyptic. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Bob? Do you, do you, you okay, Bob? <laughs> uh i like in uh i don't know if this is the chorus or what yes i wish you a merry christmas and wherever you may be tell me telling me you're giving me a listening hand is that right ah is is he like doing a, I, a, a riff on the phrase giving me a helping hand and he's like no i don't need help i need someone just to listen to me ah uh, i don't know <laughs> i don't remember if that's in the actual song or not but uh that's what's on jawlyrics.com and i don't think they would get it wrong so uh there's i really like the trumpet work in this um there's so there's this main trumpet riff that will change depending on the chord that's underneath it um and in the well in 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 the early the the first instance in the form of the four chord um they end on a minor third um, voiced in the top, um, which creates a uh, a dominant seven chord, like you would typically hear in the blues. So it would be like, um, well, what key? What key is it in? I don't even know what key my banjo's in. Mm. Okay, so um, I think that I'm in G, so that this would be F. So they go when they go to the four chord. Um, it would be right here. So they essentially, with the trumpets, create this chord that resolves. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm mm. not ready to <laughs> do a bunch of transposition right now. Yeah, it goes like that, like that. Hmm, that's fun. Um, or I guess it would resolve uh, up, like that. 
Um, but so that's typical in like a blues form. But in the end, they. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't know how much of this is going to come through. I guess if you're hearing it, it's good. Anyway, um, stupid. <laughs> uh, I believe my brother-in-law is doing stride piano with minor chords in the left hand and major jingle bell in the right hand. If that's not coming through, okay. So, wonderful. Um, in the end of the form, <laughs> it's it's a little distracting. Maybe I guess you could say in the end of the form. Uh, they do another four chord, but they do a major chord. Uh, uh, they make a major seven on the top, so it sounds like like this instead of like that. So it's like a smoother, non-bluesy kind of tonality. Uh, so will you play the one that says trumpet on May over four chord and then trumpet on me over four chord so we can compare? Yeah. Yes, I wish you a Merry Christmas. Here. Where the trumpets go Dick it down up mm-hmm. there. Um and then listen to the other one. Yeah. Major seven. So it sort of like resolves to the one before you know, the bass and guitar resolve to the one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a, th- those little moments, the voice leading things or like defying cliches or taking a cliche and then doing something interesting with it. I feel like especially like early Bob Marley and the, and the Whalers stuff or just the Whalers, they're constantly breaking these little rules in ways that I thought were really compelling. So it was just nice to hear that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be reminded what was that? To to be reminded of mm-hmm. what of what I liked about Bob Marley. Yeah. Uh that that's it. That's the playlist. That's the playlist. There will be a link in the show notes so you can check it out if you want. Um should we close up shop? Yes. Mary I gotta go before mm-hmm. more stride piano happens. <laughs> <laughs> Merry holidays, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, and also happy solstice and happy uh, black people getting superpowers day um, which is today the day we're recording it um, thanks for listening you can visit us online at boxset.website email us at email at boxset.website uh, tweet us at Tobias podcast do the whole thing with the iTunes and the, the reviews and all that stuff um, you should also listen to Cameron's other podcast which is called get up in the cool uh what are you up to these days on that cam i'm just like a little bit distracted because i don't know if you're telling a bit about <laughs> black people getting oh. superpowers or <laughs> this is this has been all over the internet for the last couple of weeks uh somebody just like started doing this it, it's been like a meme like in the in the more classical idea version of the word meme yes. not just like the image macro of um uh that on the 21st of december black people will wake up with superpowers and people have just been like okay. riffing on it uh, having fun yeah so i first read about it on uh on the subreddit out of the loop and that's where people go and be like uh what the hell's going on with uh everyone oh, saying that black great. people are gonna have superpowers on the 21st <laughs> and i was like wait I what join that one <laughs> yeah it's been i've been taking a break from from uh checking reddit regularly because um 
of certain trolls in the banjo and online music community that, uh-huh. I, that just stress me out. Yep. Um, but um, maybe I should go check that out. That sounds cool. I it's, love that. It's pretty fun. It's one of the few subreddits so yeah, that's okay. Get, get up in the cool. That's my old-time music podcast. Uh, I I hinted that we might do a Christmas episode this week. It didn't end up happening this year. But um, you can go listen to last year's episode, uh, Get Up in the Christmas, with uh, the Hawkinson sisters, Amy and Ellie. Uh, I was just listening to the tunes again today. It's fucking great. Mm. Like uh, We do some like Scandinavian Christmas stuff. We do a bluegrass like classic uh christmas song we play some some like trad old time i play a little bit of fiddle uh in like Mm. this fiddle trio with them Mm -hmm. it's it's a great episode i'm really happy with it and i i kind of yeah i think it should be just christmas canon it's so good so um hopefully eventually we'll do enough enough christmas episodes that i'll like put out like a christmas album get up in the cool christmas album and then you can you know put that right after your vince garaldi in the playlist for your party Mm. when we have christmas parties again (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so awesome all right well thanks for listening everyone i think we'll be back uh i guess next week i was gonna say next year but we got one more week before next year and this time we swear we're definitely not lying this time that we're that we're gonna actually start looking at ska and we have we actually have a couple more interesting entries into who we might talk about someone who's maybe overlooked rather than misunderstood oh for once yeah (laughs) um i i'm i'm not sure exactly but i may need to take two weeks off because it's my 10th wedding anniversary oh right okay yeah well you should do that then (laughs) okay so we'll be uh, back there might be a way around it but uh but probably not so yeah You should do that. Till next year. Happy 10 years. All right. Well, until next time, folks, thanks for listening. I've been Nathan Hunt, and I'm spackling blood in my sin holes. (laughs) I've been camera to it, and uh, yik yak me right in my bing bong. What's the thing you said <laughs> this you time, stole it. this episode? <laughs> <laughs> what are the more coherent things you've ever said?